4625 kilohertz UVB76, the buzzer. Good morning, buzzer listeners. The following program is from the United States. It's called the PAA Podcast. It is provided through a partnership with the Podcast Producers Guild and is recommended for mature audiences. I'm going to have a poo while this plays. Sorry, checking the sound there on the Facebook app there. <clears throat> Man, a cough crept up on me during the intro there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cough. What is up, Dave's? It's Saturday, and you know what that means. You're watching the number one conservative podcast in Nevada. We are a free speech organization. Check us out on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, YouTube. Now we're on Spotify Video. How cool is that? I asked, and they said, "Yeah, no problem. Go ahead and play your." Uh, Put your videos up on Spotify. I'm like, hey, that's like that guy, the other, the guy that I like to watch. So now you can choose audio or or video on Spotify. How cool! Facebook streaming live like we're doing right now. <coughs> that's professional. I was gonna bitch about Sherman Ray yawning and uh, all his mouth noises, and then I, I, I come in here stifling a cough until. <coughs> Whatever, whatever. Amateur hour over here. I'm coughing up a lung. All right, uh, I got notes here. We had, um, hey, listen, if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, do me a favor. Go go to paalive.us, and uh, you got to help me out here because I have no idea if Carrie had her her meeting if they had a if they had a zoom club meeting on on tuesday we had a ccrcc meeting i was there but i didn't know anybody i i, I heard someone that got a link but they got in late and didn't get let in sorry i have beverages here i should i should indulge i like i like i'm going to talk about sherman here in a minute but he he uh he slurps he's a slurper that's good, you know, because he's a he's a coffee guy. You gotta you gotta slurp to bring some air in there. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know what happened if Carrie had a meeting or not. We had a meeting, and uh, I don't know if I talked about this. Did I already talk about? I'm not sure. I can't remember, dude. Every CCRCC week screws me up, and I didn't take a day off. So I'd normally take the day off after them. But I was like, ah, I'm not gonna be hanging out. I'm just gonna I'm gonna work. I'm gonna make that money. Because I'm transitioning right now into another career, <clears throat> want to stay solid. Uh, you know, just in case there's any ripples as 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 we're making that switch. But um, I I listened in on the court hearing that where uh, the CCRCC was suing Carrie for all the money that she's cost us, and she said, "Oh, I just got a lawyer the day before." Her lawyer said, "Oh, she just hired me yesterday." I don't know anything about this shit. But, uh, yeah, no, nothing, no repercussions about that. 
so far. We, I can't wait till December 7th. I don't know if I talked about that last week. I just kind of added that at the last minute. I was like, did I talk about that? I feel like I did. Anyway, um, yeah, I haven't heard anybody ch- chopping it up about that. Loving and living in Vegas, going private on the group. Oh, he, <clears throat> Sherman, the, my favorite show, every day from 8.30 to 9 o'clock, unless not. He, uh, he went from going live on YouTube to going live on his Facebook page. And then after that, he started going live on his Facebook page and the old Black Success magazine page. This dude is obsessed with magazines. He, uh, all he talks about is his magazine is going to be coming out in January. I don't know if you guys remember Sherman. He was, I don't know, political director or community relations director for the county party for a while. And very adamant that people continue to sell uh, uh, counterfeit merch. Did I miss, did I lose, like, I didn't, I didn't let my shit right. I look like ass with the green screen and all. So let me find his uh, loving and living in Vegas. I joined the group. I had to join the group because he's, he doesn't he doesn't stream to the business. He has a business page and then he has a private group. So I, had to, I was like, well, that's where he gets me out. That's that's where he gets rid of me right there. <clears throat> Is by having me outside of this private group. But no, he uh, he let me in. I was amazed. His his show is so fun. Listening to the, just the way he talks and picking up on some of the verbal tics that he does just it just makes my day. I'm, I'll be a, I'll be sad man when when I can't listen to it live. I like to chime in. Let's see. Did he put out an episode? I know he put it out. There it is. All right. So the music you might recognize that he uses. Let's see. Hang on. We're live, folks. Turn this on. Gotta make sure. I don't even know if my sound is working. I guess I should probably check that, huh? Yes. Okay, we're good. All right. Hey, and good morning, everybody. This is Sherman Ray. And this is Love and Living in Vegas, the podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being a part of the show today. Uh, for those of you who are joining us on Facebook. He has a hard time with production, just like I do. Getting up on <clears throat> Like we do, me and David. Friday morning, um, and you've. Hopefully you saw the eclipse. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the eclipse today. Uh, Fucker didn't give me a heads up the day before. He's supposed to give us a heads up for stuff, but he didn't tell me about the eclipse the day before. If any of you saw that, but some crazy stuff that are going on at the school district. We'll talk about the Vegas Look at this. All this shit in the background. Because the VGK, what I'm doing, folks. You think he could commit a little corner to his thing? I don't know. Anyway. I love Sherman, even though he, uh, <clears throat> even though he hates Donald Trump and hates, hey, did I, what the hell? That's weird. Don't have to, oh, oh there we go. Gotcha. Yeah, he hates uh, veterans sometimes. He's, he's, there's stuff going on. You can watch an interview with him on uh, Ken Minster's show, too. Ken Minster, Ken, uh, 10 with Ken, Special Black Voices. Um, that's weird. Anyway, CCRCC meeting on Tuesday. It was awesome. Uh, oh, uh, Michael had a, he said a phrase that I wrote down real quick. I, I just kind of jot down notes. So let me think. Uh, I got there. You can check out the stream. 
if you want. Let me find that on, on YouTube. I haven't posted it to all of the things. I just put it on YouTube. I wasn't even going to put it on the other <clears throat> uh, BitChute, Rumble, all that stuff. I guess I should. Let me find that sucker. My videos. It's like two and a half hours long. If you're into that sort of thing, two hours and 20 minutes. But there was an interesting part where I, uh, anyway, let me pull it up. It's had eight views. It's that interesting. It, <clears throat> I have, I have notes. I had to do a little, you know, tell people how, what it's like to run for office thing. And I'll get to that in a second. So Michael said unity through accountability. That was pretty cool. He's, he's really sticking it to, to Carrie Buck and, and her people. Uh, anybody that's, you know, part of that, that mess that she's continuing. Unity through accountability, I guess. Okay, cool. Let's see here. Michael, yeah, Michael Lenhorn. Uh, Fiore, Michelle Fiore is serious about running for for uh, for governor because she didn't show up at the central committee meeting, but there was someone there that spoke on her behalf. No, I, I wrote no Eddie Hamilton, but Eddie Hamilton didn't show did show up. He was there, and uh, I don't know why he didn't go to Carrie Buck's Zoom meeting. So I don't know if he's writing those guys off. Uh, Alan Hedrick, or Hendrick? Is it Hendrick or Hedrick? Let's find out. I should just go to where the candidates spoke. Can I do that? Just skip to where. Let's see if I can find it. Because yeah, that's that's where. Let's put the candidates over, right? That's what we're here for. I did a little thing where I, I explained to people to run down ticket, and this, this is going to be some of the examples of what I meant. With that said, I wanted to uh, ask who are the candidates in the room? If y'all could stand up and come to the front, please. I wanted to give each of you a minute to speak, if you could. They all left. Well, this is their chance. Good evening. Good evening. The second time for Assembly District 10. The last time I got my butt kicked. Um, oh, I'm Chris Hiskin. I'm also a trustee for Division District D. And this time, I'm learning hard mistakes last time, and I intend to win. So, wish me luck. Good luck, Chris. Y'all just don't worry about the camera. These these people are so camera unaware. My name is Tony Lane, candidate for Congress in Congressional District 4. And, um, Get ready. He refers to himself in the third person. You guys standing up for our party. You guys really put your hearts out and uh, you take a lot of backlash. And people like us will be out there every day fighting for you guys and win you some seats coming up in the next election. I promise you that. 
You promise. I won't be too long, but you guys got to remember the Democrats are more vulnerable now than ever. We see what happened in Virginia. More people are becoming aware of all the craziness with Joe Biden, all the trickle-down effect that's happening here in our party with Sisolak and Stephen Horsberg siding with all these tyrants in office. They want to oppress us all, Mac. It's ridiculous. This is not yeah, Mac. It's ridiculous. A lot of you guys have been used to seeing. They created a whole other facet to this organization with this socialist agenda. But at the end of the day, America knows best. People are starting to wake up. We're going to get rid of that crazy media. We're going to make America great again. I promise you. Starting with our state, Nevada, Battleborn, Nevada. They can do all the hell they want to do with the redistricting, Jesse. It really doesn't matter. People understand they're seeing everything. They can't hide no more. The media and the fake news, they got to start reporting the right stuff. Correct? Hey, Tony, what office are you running for? Where can I go to volunteer for your campaign? When people like myself get in Congress, remember, congressmen were able to bring these people up on charges. Hey, Tony, we know all this. We're on your side. How can we volunteer for your campaign, Tony? That's my time. But at the end of the day, we're so excited that all you guys are here and that you guys are constantly concerned. And we appreciate all you guys. It's you who we're out there fighting for. Promise you, when you see a black conservative out there, they want to eradicate white people. That's how some of us black people feel nowadays. And it is ridiculous. Come on, man. Ridiculous. What? What? We're not crazy. We know what's going on. We remember in 1964 Civil Rights Bill. I can take you guys back to the Great New Deal. But I promise you that America is not systemically racist with white people. And Dude. we appreciate all you guys. When did he say, that's my time? Thank you. Jesus, Pete. How can I volunteer for your you know, good at this, bro. Mark. Mark. Are we on? There we are. There we are. There we are. My name is Matt Miller. I am running to be your next lieutenant governor. Rundown ticket. Rundown ballot. Tony, I've been saying it wrong. I couldn't have said it better. People ask this question, and I and our chairman here made a statement. He says, "You know what? Never give up." I think Winston Churchill said that. There are many of you in this room that have known me to run for public office, have known me to be beaten down, have known me to be talked about, but one thing you know me for doing and being, and that is a Republican. For being a very strong black conservative We got this guy and Stavros Anthony for a lieutenant governor. I'm a strong black conservative Republican. It's because I was raised by Democrats. I saw a lot of things that I didn't want being raised by Democrats, and I knew there was a better way. And this was the way. I've been a Republican for as long as I was ever to vote. I was on the UNOV Republicans. I debated the UNOV Democrats back in high school. All my life, I've supported the Republican cause, the conservative way of life. God and country is most important. I have made mistakes, for I am mere mortal. But to make up for those mistakes, I vow to fight on and fight on. 
I challenge no one to leave this state behind, but to stay in this state and turn it red. Thank you, Mr. Thank you very much. I'm Mac Miller. It's Mac Miller for Nevada. Thank you very much. I'm not making you sit through the whole meeting. I just want to see these candidates. So, you know, like, you got to support these people, right? Run down ticket. He's running for city council. Didn't catch his name. There you go. He put over the Battleborn Candidate College that the NVGOP puts on. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, uh, uh, Carl Bunce is sitting right beside, he, beside me, and Eddie Hamilton came over and said, why do you keep saying my name? So what are you talking about? During the, during the panel for, candidate, uh, for talking to candidates, I, I told everybody that the only, the only thing I had going for me in 2008 when I announced that I was running for Congress in my sweatpants was that I beat Eddie Hamilton. Like, why do you always say that? It's hilarious. Because my friends think it's funny. Who's this? Some guy ran up here to video this. This guy. Who's this guy? Stan Height. He's running for sheriff. Oh, so in the background just now, just there, uh, one of these candidates, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, crap, I lost it. Bill Hofstetter or something like that. I watched a Veterans in Politics interview with Bill, and he said, I'm running for Senate, and and I have no ego. And I'm like, or no, you know, he said, I have no ego. And I'm like, how do you have no ego? You're running for Senate. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So he's here to speak. And then he called me. He's like, oh, he called me on it. You know, he's like, hey, Chris, how's it going? The guy with the ego. I'm like, what? I forgot about the comment. Because Steve Sanson opened up comments on his videos. So you can talk, you can, you can, you know, get in there. But, yeah, he also shuffled people. This was hilarious. Bill Hofstetler or whatever, he, like, wanted to speak last. He's like, I always speak last. Clark Bosser in CD3. Very good. I saw him on Veterans of Politics, too, I think. I'm running for this race because right now the people in Nevada CD3, they don't have real representation in Washington, and they're devoid of an opportunity to enact substantive reform. So I want to change this for you. I would really like to run and represent you. And I'll just pitch to you the slogan for the campaign, which is restoring the foundations and fighting for the future. So the foundation of our country is nah. it's our constitution, it's our foundation. Fighting for the future. I've heard that one before. The Tarkanians did that. Fighting for the future. Who the fuck are these people coming in for these future wars? Fighting for the future. Clark Bosert, fighting for the future. I gotta remember that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in there. I gotta, I gotta put that in the comments so I don't forget to like bust on Clark Bosert for fighting for the future. I'm gonna write it in the comments. Because that is the stupidest shit. Fighting for the future. I'm hoping that my candidacy makes the race for every CD3. Future warrior, Clark Clark Bosert. 
and I think that it serves the people of Nevada. To Time candidate. Time so candidate. I would love to represent you. That's I'm a, a good one. Um, Let's write that down. I'm a son. I'm a husband and a son. I've never heard any a father, a husband, and a son. I love that. Dude, time candidate. That's awesome. Yes, always. Who has been? Who has been a Republican since they were 18 or 12? All right, let's go. Let's go. Time candidate. I'm really glad to be here. I'm Dr. Fred Simon. I'm a medical doctor, small businessman from Gardnerville, Nevada. And this state needs efficient executive leadership, which we don't have. I ran one of the major premier trauma This guy came down. States. He brought a, a weird guy who I wore a collared shirt but put a T-shirt over it and started handing out his boys' info. They came down from Gardnerville. Very important that they laid out that they said Gardnerville. Where is it? Shit. I left it downstairs. I had his flyer and everything. It's a giant trifold, 8 by 11 trifold. That this has his game. 15 policy points. I mean, if you needed to know, you're like, where's your policy, you know, paper? Boom. He's got you. Us. But, yeah, it was, it was much. With a policy platform, the demeanor, <laughs> Must fight for today, Eddie Hamilton says. Exactly. Fight for the present. Fight for the moment. Whatever. Time candidate, yeah. I love it. Sisolak. This guy is like Larry David. I don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. A very Larry David vibe. Yeah, Peter McCullough, baby. Yo. That guy's not, not so much an applause for... Here he is. Look, look. Hey, no, no, um, I always speak last. And then Jim Marchand's like, I'll flip you like a cheese omelet, motherfucker. Have you seen my girlfriend? He was like, I fucking play. But, but Jim's a Jim's a, a peacemaker. So he he let he let Robert or whatever go ahead. Bill, sorry, Bill Hofstetter running for some shit. You're going to take him down? Are you? All right, shake some dick. Alan. Alan, it's 85. 85, yeah. Hey everyone, I'm a millennial and I care. So, one big thing, I'm running for state assembly. Alan Hedrick. Alan Hedrick. There you go. Um, assembly 10. I believe. A little under a year ago. From New York City. So you go right, you go fucking carpetbagger. When I got here, I found out that Democrats ran unopposed in about 10 different seats. That's my beef. That's not going to happen on my watch. Fuck I'm yeah, dude. I'm stepping up for myself, for my generation, for this state to make sure that we continue to fight for this state to keep it great. Okay? They want to raise our taxes. They want to destroy our education system. And I'm going to continue to fight because I put up with Democrats for 10 years in New York City. I know how to fight. You fight fair and you fight with your mind. And they need to open up their minds to the fact that they are going to ruin the state with the shutdowns that are unconstitutional. And as an assemblyman, I will hold the governor accountable to every single executive action that they do. 
It is not okay. We are not in a monarchy. Okay, the state legislature needs to step up and hold these mandates accountable because they have consequences. People lost their jobs, businesses lost money with the state being shut down. It will not happen and I will make sure I will never vote for a tax increase in this state. What? Thank he you. just said he'd never Alan vote for a tax Hedrick, increase. My Instagram for millennial, Alan for NV. I love Alan. I need him. I'm going to be real here. Because I love Alan, I need him to lose weight. I'm running for governor a different kind. I'm going to be your militia governor. That was Carl yelling, Eddie. The Constitution makes militia legal. Okay, but first of all, there's 10 of us running. By the month of March, maybe 20 people running. So how do you remember? Okay, if you have a $10 bill, some people haven't heard that joke yet. They're like, ah, or they've heard it a million times, and they're like, it's coming. Two years ago, I finished second. This time, I'm going to finish first. Okay, what is a militia governor? Is a militia governor, I can put Sizzlick in jail. Carl Googled this. No. A militia governor never been tried in Nevada. It is in the state constitution. Carl Googled that. It's not. NRS Title 412. Look it up. Google it. Carl Chapter Googled it while he was sitting there. It's not a real NRS, thing. Nevada I'm not Googling it right now. I have time for that shit. As a militia governor, I don't need the Democrats. Okay? I can have my own Somebody's Googling it. I think Christine DeCourt is Googling it. There's people Googling it. Judge Advocate General. You know that. If you watch CBS, you know that, right? JAG, Judge Advocate General. At the county, at the election, I can go and indict them. And I can also send them to Hamilton. Yeah, that is the time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Eddie Hamilton. You hear Carl saying that? There's no place where a militia governor is two words next to each other. Anthony Proudest Boy Mastro Stefano for County Commissioner District F. I will read. I don't know. Did did? All right, hold up. I got to pause that before Jim speaks. Jim Marchant. So somebody just commented. George Patton just commented. Anthony Proudest Boy Mastro Stefano for County Commissioner District F. And that is awesome. That is that is down ticket. But uh, I want to talk about Anthony for just a second. I um, I commented on him several shows a, a, a while back. And, and I know that uh, him, some, some of his peace watch, obviously, because he commented. And uh, I like him. And I don't remember what I said. My wife's Italian, and I'm from the South. And he had a picture with a flag. And I was I, I said, hey, I, I wouldn't do that. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't shitting on the guy. It's a choice. You know I mean? We're all characters in this life, in this universe. And, you know, you make choices. And, and you know, I've, I've got some cringy shit that I've, I've done. So I've never shit on anybody. But it was amazing. I was watching... Um, a YouTube bootleg of Compound Media, which is uh, Anthony Cumia, formerly of Opie and Anthony. If you don't know who Opie and Anthony are, I don't know why the fuck you're watching this. Because I'm ripping off, I'm ripping off Chip Chipperson. I'm I'm, I'm ripping off O and A. If you don't know, then you don't know. But uh, Chrissy is on Compound Media. It's Chrissy uh, Mayer is a comedian, and she mentioned that she had been in Las Vegas and that the leader of the proud. She met the leader of the Proud Boys, and I was like. 
uh, Rico Terrio, I believe his name. But I'm like, that's probably not who she met. She probably met the local guy, the local. And then she said, yeah, the president of the local chapter. And I said, oh, shit, I know who that is. That's uh, Anthony Mastro Stefano. And uh, she said that he was he was very, you know, like, hey, if you need anything while you're here, because they were in town for some sort of compound media thing. And uh, she made it sound as if, I don't know if Anthony could say anything and not make it sound this way. How about that? If, if Anthony came up to you and said, hey, if you need anything, you might be like, uh, yeah, anybody wants to Google for, for Eddie, NRS 412 State Militia, go, go right ahead. But I believe that when Anthony says something like, you know, hey, I'll take care of it, you go, oh, oh, shit. Hey, no, no, Anthony, relax. And he's like, you know, because it's just kind of a, a vibe. And, you know, it's Italian, it's New York, and, and some people are like, oh, shit. But he's a nice guy. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, hey, you know, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> and I'm glad he's running down ticket. Um, and, yeah, Chrissy kind of said it as if he was being a fucking goomba. But I think he was just saying, you know, hey, you know, I'm a friendly guy, and while you're in town, I'm a fan. And, but, you know, it was funny because she's a comedian, so obviously she had to spin it in a way where, the, you know, but I'm glad that, that, Anthony is not the president of the Proud Boys. So I never. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say he was the president. I think she, she assumed. Chrissy assumed that he was the leader guy because she was telling a story. But it just when she told the story, it sounded like like Anthony. I was like, I was, you know, because she was kind of putting him over as like a, a New York fucking guy. I was like, is that him? Okay, so sorry. I don't know who the fuck the president of the Proud Boys is. Isn't that nice? Um, I know who the president of Team Nevada is. Or the, the director or some shit. It's one version of this guy. But I know shit about the current Proud Boy situation in Nevada. I can give you a fucking history lesson on Gavin McInnes and the whole formation and how, you know, shit got out of hand for him. But, uh, you know, I have no beef. I Any any drinking club that wants to sit around and, and talk about, uh, oh, fuck. George Patton said, I'm in, I'm the VP and you're in my book, Chris. That's cool. Uh, like, I, I got no tolerance for people, you know, like taking diving symbols and saying that they're fucking, you know, I like trolley shit. I respect the grind. I love fucking Gavin McInnes and, and it's, it's all a fucking troll. It's, it's sitting around having a beer and talking about politics, which is what we do. It's a free speech organization. So I am super stoked that Anthony is running for fucking county commission. Everybody else, run down ticket. Let's get back to it. Anthony Marchant. Now, I mean, uh, ah, shit, fuck. Now I got Anthony on the brain, right? And all these Italians in my family. I'll fucking, I'll start calling them Joey's and shit. But Jim Marchant, James, uh, he's been an assemblyman, and I think he's running up higher. But I'll allow that, because once you've been elected to shit, you can run up ticket. That's your game at that point. Get elected to something down ticket, and then run up ballot. Run down ballot, win. Now you get to go up ballot. That's the game. All these guys, Clark Bosert, the um, fuck me, I just caught my card. Anyway, let's go with Jim Marchant. Body that will make sure that your vote counts. I think he's running for Secretary of State. In 2020, I was a victim of election fraud. They fucked him. I know exactly what happened. We need somebody in there that knows what happened and knows how to fix it. And I'm the guy. I'm a technology background. I had three successful technology businesses, and guess what counts your votes? 
Dominion voting machines. We're going to get rid of them. How? How? You got to so, get elected first. Right after the election of 2020, I was going to run for Congress again. And I was approached by some very close allies of President Trump, and they asked me to run for Secretary of State instead of Congress again. Why is that? Because the Secretary of State. Hold up one second. I, I got a comment here from Eddie. How about this? Any political groups that renounce violence should be allowed to participate in the American political process. Fuck that. How about that? Your free speech right, your, your, your First Amendment right, you don't have to renounce shit. Look at what the Proud Boys are. They're a group of people that get together and exercise their right to free speech. Whatever the fuck they say. Obviously, you're not exercising your right to free speech if you incite violence. No shit. But if you, if you, if you advocate for defending yourself, what you... Fuck you. It's not, it's, I'm sorry. That's no dig on you, man. But I mean, I advocate for violence where stupidity has taken hold. Sometimes the only thing that shakes loose stupid people is, is, is violence. And you know, when, when people are being violently stupid, the only response is violence. So I don't, I don't accept that, Mr. Militia Governor. I'm not talking about self-defense. Talking about sometimes people start escalating. And they have to be counter-escalated. It's, you know, it's a shame. But the, the Proud Boys put themselves in places sometimes where people that are looking for one of these, a knuckle sandwich, will get one. Maybe it's time that people started showing up at places where people are begging for a knuckle sandwich and started handing them out like a fucking food truck. Boom. Boom. There you go. <laughs> the most important elections in the country right now. And he wanted a conservative to run for Secretary of State, and that's what I am, and I am proud to have the backing. Uh, Mark Meadows, I just got this endorsement Monday. I don't know who that is. Everybody's like, Mark Meadows. I'm like, who? Meadows, the Chief of Staff for President Trump was here in Nevada. Chief of Staff for President Trump, thank you. To not only support me, but to support the state party and support this guy right here. We've got a lot of good things that are going to happen. We're going to bring in some great resources because of Mark Meadows and President Trump. So remember me, June uh, 2022, the primary. That's his two-minute mark. That, I go on to take on Harry Reid's aide in November of 2022. Jim Marchant, Secretary of State of Nevada, thank you very much. And what do we need to do if we want to volunteer for you for Jim's campaign? Bill Hofstetter, my, my hero. Good evening, everybody. My name is Bill Hofstetter, and I'm running for United States. Stott Stetler. And I just Stettler. wanted to just say a few words. This is my first time with this group, so I'm new to you, but I, I want to let you know that the reasons I'm running is that I've seen what's been going on the last Looks like Rush Limbaugh a little bit. I don't know if you can really see that. Whatsoever, but seeing what's been going on motivated me to do something about it. So. I'm all about action. I think we're tired of people that are back there. He's one of those I was uh, yelling at the TV on Fox News and my wife told me to get out of the house and go run for office. We need to come together as a team to bring decorum and civility back to government. We need to lead in Washington. What? I need to be your representative here in Nevada. All Nevadans, Democrat, Republican, or whatever you might be, whatever persuasion you might be, all deserve equal representation 
as a, as a state at the federal level. So that's what I'm about. I'm a father. I'm a, 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 I'm a son. I'm a Holy Ghost. Executive, so I work with the Mayo Clinic out of Rochester, Minnesota. I prefer the mustard I'm clinic myself. I'm a former military Air Force veteran. And I'm here to serve you, and I'm just getting to know you guys, so just thank you very much. And He's an officer. He was an officer in the military, in the Air Force, I believe. It's weird. You know, like, you, you give a lot of credence, credence to, um, is that everybody? All right, so we've rounded third. You give a lot of credence to people that were in the military, but, I mean, you got to remember, people in the military are human, and there's some dumb ones. And, you know, I don't want to say Bill's dumb, but rundown ticket, Bill. I mean, you're an old dude, or you're an older dude or something. You don't think you have time, but we need people down ticket. Bill, are you listening? Uh, why are you running for Congress? It's, I don't get it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Bill Hefstetter, Stotler for Congress. He read my comment on YouTube and on, on the veterans and politics thing. So I assume he'll see this too. Somebody will tell him. Um. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm the guy with no ego. I said that already. Yeah, he made the other speaker shuffle. I don't know if I pointed that out. That's very, it's very, uh, yeah, he wanted to speak last. And it seems like a big dick contest. I, I kind of have this sometimes when I go and open, so, uh, someone opens a door for me. And they stand back and they hold it open. And I go, no, you go ahead. Because here's, here's how you hold a door for another dude. You walk through the door and then you extend your arm and you prop it open. So that that dude can then grab it and go through and prop it. And if it's a lady, then you stop and you hold it. But you don't hold a door open for a dude and let him go in front of you like you're a lady or like you're going to stab him in the back. You make him vulnerable. You dig? So I never go through a door when a dude holds it open and steps back. I'm like, nah, I'm good. We got us, we got us a, an Irish standoff. I don't know what it's called. It Maybe it's a Mexican standoff, but it's, you know, I'm closer to Irish. So I call it an Irish standoff. I don't go through the door. We'll stand here all fucking day. I'll go back to my car and wait for you to fuck off. You're not holding the door for me, sir. Same thing with if I'm the last dude in line or like I come up in the back and you're there and then you go, no, no, you go ahead of me. I like to speak last. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. You speak before me. I just walked up here and the next motherfucker that walks up is going to speak behind me and the last person will just be the last person. Don't be fucking shuffling me around, putting your hands on your, my shoulders and being like, oh, no, no, I speak last, I speak last. St Fuck that. I don't like that shit. I don't like them big dick contests like that. I don't play that shit. You go when you fucking go. And don't hold no fucking door for me. That's it. Um, oh, <laughs> um, this was weird, man. Uh, I, I was... Carl, Carl Bunch showed up and Jesse talked about how a couple of times, or I mean, he talked, he's, you know, he mentioned that uh, him and Carl had run against each other. We didn't know what we were doing back in 2008. We, I, I announced uh, in my sweatpants, I'm running for Congress in CD1. I was the only Ron Paul guy in that race, but, you know, I, I announced in sweatpants and then we didn't coordinate where the shit, Jesse and Carl both ran against John Porter. Uh, I think Jesse won. Did Carl win? I can't remember. But, uh, it, it, um, God damn it. Sometimes I look over at the comments, it's just gone. But I saw Carl, and Carl sat beside me. I'm like, this is great. Like, it's like the old days. And then when I got up to do the panel, Daphne sat next to Carl. Daphne's always at the meetings. I was like, this is, this is so awesome. And then after the meeting, Sean Moshos 
walked up. I ain't seen that dude in 10 years, I don't think. And he was like, hey, Chris. And I, was, I looked at him, I was like, who the fuck are you? And I looked at his name tag, I was like, Sean Moshe. I was like, oh, old school, 2008 Paul Tard. Like this dude, I think he was the dude that like knew parliamentary procedure. Like he was one of those guys that like if a thing was presented, he'd be like, yes, no. And we'd all follow suit because we knew that, I, I, you know, him and, him and Rob Tyree. And unfortunately, Rob wasn't at the meeting, so he didn't get to see these guys. And then Paul Folger was there. Just in, in, um, it, it was, uh, I, I was thinking in my head, like, dude, the next thing you know, Brian Kaminsky and Arden Osborne will show up. Like, what is up with all these Paul Tards coming out of the woodwork? They came out of the woodwork when Carl was the chair, and now they've heard Jesse's the, the, the chair, and they're like, uh, I, I guess we'll go back and, and, and watch civility reign and, and, and reason in these meetings, no drama. I mean, we had, we had time to speak to candidates. Um, Ian Bain held a, a panel with uh, myself, Jesse Law, and uh, Michael McDonald. I had I had so many notes I didn't even get through. If if you're a candidate that needs help, then you know by all means hit up PAA on our social media or anything like that and ask a question, and I'll put it out. And I, I've got notes. So I'm going to go through them real quick, just the notes that I had for that meeting because I w- I want to help out these candidates that want to run down ticket. I have run three, look at it, I'm doing it again. I've run three $0 campaigns. Is it this one or this one? I don't know. There you go. Uh, if you got time to Photoshop things, you can you can do that. That, that should be the, how about that? That's the, <laughs> I'll find that and that'll be the, the photo, the, the, the thumbnail. We'll see. What did you say, Eddie? CD1 is now winnable for Republicans because the entire city of Henderson is now in CD1. The last time Representative Dina Titus represented Henderson, Republicans beat her 10 years ago. Do you th- honestly think that they that they tilted the scales that far? I mean, it's still a fucking grind. They didn't, they didn't change the hill that much that, that you're not going to have to... Whatever, man. Whatever. I, I I don't think in any way that they made it any easier for anything else. They made it harder for everything else and still just as easy. It's been two to one in CD1 for so long since you and I ran there. And it hasn't changed. So they can shave some of that off and, and lose a little bit to... Man, they ain't throwing Dina Titus under the bus. All right. Sherelle Mendenhall, please. If someone knows Sherelle Mendenhall, please tell her. She needs to start a political action committee or something. She, uh, I don't know. If if you've got a cause that you want to run for office on and you think running for Senate is a good idea, great, 60-40 is still a crush. That's what I'm saying. They shaved off 10% so that they could spread it out to the other two districts to make those where no Republican will ever see the light of day. The only thing we have is CD2. You'll see. Everybody's fighting for, I mean, you know, unless we put somebody good for hey, let's get 13 great candidates in there and then see what we can do. Or we could run down ticket and build a farm team. Run down ticket. Run down ballot, people. I'm even talking to you, Eddie. Run down ballot. Run for something local. Quit fucking around. This is not fucking funny anymore. I, I run for goofy shit against people. If you got to run against somebody because you hate them, that's fine. Do it. I don't give a shit who's in the district. 22% Mexican, 57% Mexican. doesn't fucking matter. They're not all Democrats. They're not stupid. They're not sheep. I'm tired of that shit. Run down ticket. 
What we need is a farm team. We need a bunch of people who have wins under their belt. Let's talk about some people like Annie Black. Doesn't like me. Blocks me. Fucking hates me. She's a fucking winner. Victoria Seaman. Can't fucking stand her. Garbage human. Winner. Runs down ticket. Michelle Fiore. First time she ever ran, she got talked into running in CD1. It was a bad fucking idea. The race that she was in originally got taken by Elizabeth Halseth, who ran down ticket. Stephen DeLisle, Delisle, Stephen Delisle moved to a, a winnable district so that he could run down ticket. And he's a fucking smart guy. Run down ticket. Great. That's Eddie. Now, Eddie gets jokes. Eddie is in a crusade for the future. I like that. <laughs> Fuck fighting for the future, crusade for the future. Eddie, if you don't drop that in a speech, then we've just we've been wasting our time here because that that has got to be, yeah, I'm on a crusade for the future. You got to you got to out out future the other candidates, man. That's hot. Um uh, let's see. I want to I want to have some sort of I don't know if it'd be worth a damn to do it, but the, the Zoom Club, can I, I haven't played with any production. I got some stuff here. Let's, let's go with the Zoom Club. By the way, this is the theme that Sherman uses on his show on Facebook. It's all YouTube free music, so he, he plays this, but he doesn't play it through the it doesn't come through your speakers. It's just playing in his studio. Anyway, they're they're always having these breakfasts, chairman's breakfasts and stuff. And I, I I had an idea, and I didn't want to really broach it with the party because I don't know how to if, if it's a party thing or not. But of course, the Clark County Republican Central Committee needs to have chairman's breakfast with its chairman uh, Jesse Law, and I want to also organize a breakfast for PAA people. So I was thinking that on, on, I'm thinking on two directions at the same time. As, as far as the CCRP chairman's breakfast goes, there should be more than one in different places around the valley. I call the northwest side of town. Me, myself, and the other trustees, let's say, um, should uh, uh, agree to organize one in the northwest side of town. We'll, we'll take B and C. I think it's C that's over in the northwest. I'm B in, up in the north, me and uh, uh, Tony Palmer. But I would like to have a breakfast for PAA fans, all three of you. Mike Colian, you're welcome to come. Uh, Lois Choate, uh, you as well. Or no, uh, who's the other? Uh, um, Tawana Crab, you may come as well. You're all characters on the show. But I would like to, I'm going to go speak to the folks at Bacon Bar. And one of you probably knows maybe somebody up there, the one on uh, uh, Rancho, North Rancho. And you can call and say, hey, don't let this asshole have any kind of, you know, <laughs> any kind of meeting in here. But I want to hold a chairman's breakfast slash PAA get together. Just, you know, just get together and, and uh, eat some bacon. I do enjoy bacon. And and that's what the Bacon Bar is, is about. So... We'll talk about that. We'll see. I don't normally like to talk about shit. Like when I watch Sherman's show, I get so pissed when he's talking about, oh, I'm going to have this. Uh, here, I'll promote all this shit. Uh, whiskey and Whiskers, which is going to have a whiskey tasting and 
uh, beard growing contest. Uh, I'm, I'm that's awesome. Like he has patriots and pints. He does. He organizes some shit. I don't like the magazine stuff. That's kind of lame. Uh, but I, you know, I enjoy that he's putting out content. That's enjoyable. His grandkids and kids get to watch it and shit. But he also organizes events. I'd like to organize a little, a little thing, a little wang dang. I, I feel like I'm getting left behind on this. You know, some people got the t-shirt game going, and and uh, I need to organize the team. And you know, no one's talking about it, like. Oh, I got a bunch of shit coming up in the new year, but I swear to God, I gr- I am grinding on some shit. You cannot believe the amount of time I'm putting in on shit that does not end up on the show that I'm building for later. It's there's the shit that you see drop sometimes takes weeks of preparation. Don't talk about that shit. Just drop it like you just made the shit. Like no problem. And in that oh, uh yeah, we got a couple of things to go through here. Yeah, man, that that cameo that I that I almost got last week. Yeah, let's 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 go through these things real quick and wrap it up because I got through the notes. I wanted to ruin uh, Sherman's show. Watch his show. He's going to tell you why Lee Canyon is called Lee Canyon and why it's so fucking awesome and a good place to go. I was going to look it up and 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 steal his thunder, but nah, fuck that. Go watch Sherman's show. Loving living in Vegas. And and find out why Lee Canyon is called Lee Canyon and why it's just it's just great. That was that was my Sherman impression. It's just it's just great. He says just a lot. Great. And there's there's other ticks. You watch his show, you'll pick up on them. You'll you'll love it. But let's uh let's see where yeah let's run this. Nevada Grand Ole Parte first Friday hosted by. Ahern Hotel and Convention Center, the first Friday of every month. See NevadaGOP.org for more info. Bring a friend, bring a family member, bring someone under 40. Do it. Nevada Grand Ole Party. So there's there's that. That's uh, David Wushorn's submission. Thank you uh, for the uh, contest that the NVGOP is holding, a $50 gift certificate. To, I, couldn't, I didn't catch where it was. Probably food at the Ahern or something like that. I didn't hear good things about the pizza. I ain't, I ain't hearing good things. Whatever. Um, I heard the Italian restaurant is nice, though. But that, that was David Wushorn. Thank you for your for your help there, David, uh, to the NVGOP first Friday. So um, <clears throat> David has been using my credit card, and I know some of you may not be familiar, so I want to preface this. And normally I don't get, I don't get hipped up to these things, but... Uh, David Wushorn orders me cameos sometimes with my own credit card. And uh, particular, like he did uh, Angry Cops and then we got Preston Vance. There's a couple that have been rejected. And then that money has stayed in the cameo account. So I didn't notice that that David got a, a more expensive cameo. And I was like, oh man, what is this? And then I noticed that it again charged another smaller price. And I, I guess what got explained to me was that first this person got more popular, so they raised their price. So then the thing, the, the whatever, whatever David we were about to see was rejected, I assume, for the price. And then the script was rejected because it was political. I guess David mentioned that the, we're the number one conservative podcast in Nevada. But, oh, pardon me, I was chugging beers while I was playing the, um, the first Friday ad. 
So here is the cameo without any further ado. Very nice, very evil, very famous. Very injured, but got a new boot. Sure, it's pretty good. It is not have a staple on his leg anymore. It's like a piece of paper being held together. All right, this is from Chris Housing. To Chris Housing. He's a roast. He's roasting. My boss, it's a podcast. He's a bad host and a terrible wrestler. He's very immature. He's very amateur, very drizzling, and both friends. Juggalo Patriot uses sweaters for your cast. They're very cursed. You're not cursing on the air, you'll get taken off, you know. So, oh wait, what is this? Pa! Whatever. Get well soon, Dave. Who's Dave? What are we telling to get well soon on Dan Housing's thing? Nevertheless, curse this person for swearing and their podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm going to assume from what he said that you were telling him to get well. You use my accounts, obviously, said it's from Chris Housen. For you, for those of you that don't know, that's Dan Housen. He's a wrestler um, whose gimmick has evolved into this this character, and, I, and I'm enamored with it. Anybody that covers their face in paint, I, I, I love it. And, and so David wanted him to um, say that I'm, I'm, not very, I'm not a very good host. So that's that's cool, that's cool. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take it. So let's see. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all for the notes. Thanks for watching. Hey, s switch right over. If you're watching this fucker live, go to Johnny Brew. He's gonna have Katie Williams, uh, CCRCC uh, trustee. Go right over there. Go right to that and go watch his Katie Williams interview. Uh, we're out of here. We're out of here. That's it. Uh, and uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs>